There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I'm 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread America. doing out there today it is tuesday november 14th 2023 little little more than a week away from thanksgiving i encourage you guys to go purchase your if you're planning on doing a thanksgiving dinner if you're able if you're one of the few <laughs> americans that are fortunate enough to actually be able to do that i implore you to go get your stuff early because by all accounts from what I'm understanding, a lot of your stores did not go crazy with uh, purchasing, you know, turkeys and, and so on and so forth, um, expecting a uh, a down year, I guess. I, I don't know if that's the word I want to look for, but I think that's about right. They're, they didn't want to overshoot on their orders of turkeys and hams and, and whatnot. So, like, if, if last year they, you know, your local grocery store, let's say last year they sold uh, 100 turkeys, um, you know, whatever. They might have only ordered 80 this year or 90 or whatever. So, you know, keep that in mind when, uh, as that time is approaching, because realistically, most of us that do celebrate Thanksgiving and buy a turkey and whatever, more than likely, you're buying a frozen turkey. I'm not saying everybody does that, but most people do, whether it's a Butterball or a store brand or whatever. And uh, you kind of have to thaw that sucker out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, realistically, you'd want to buy it and put it in the fridge by, what, like Sunday or Monday? So you can make sure it's thawed out by Thursday, right? So, anyway, this isn't the... Uh, the Butterball Hotline, so you do what you want to do. I'm just saying that if you're going to 
do these things, you might want to get out to the stores and, and start buying them as you are able to because it's not looking good as far as in stock of certain items. Anywho, uh, so whatever uh, podcast app, guys, you're listening to this on, please make sure you're subscribed to the show, you follow the show, and you um, you uh, you know leave me a review. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, you can leave a five-star, preferably. If you feel I deserve it, please leave it. Uh, and also on Apple, you can leave a review. And on that note, we have another review. This one came in on the 11th, which was, uh, what was that, Friday? Right? Saturday? What's today? Right, Saturday. (laughs) So it must have come in after I, did I do a show Saturday? No. What the fuck am I thinking about? Did a show Sunday. So I didn't notice this on Sunday, So, but nonetheless, here it is. Uh, This was from, um, let's see, I don't know, Cantano, C-A-N-T-N-O-O. Uh, they write uh, overall great information and entertaining. Now, this is quite the paragraph, so just stick with me. <laughs> you will learn that social, social, blah, blah. If I could read, it'd be quite the paragraph. Anyway, you will learn that social security birth certificates is a gateway to being enslaved. Um, the new word for it is yet property of the United States, Inc. Great episode. So that was the show I did, United States, Inc. Um, I know people personally who do not have birth certificates and social securities cards, numbers, I'm assuming what they meant there, and they're fine because you know what they're not in debt slaves. The DTOM episodes are so entertaining. And this is a note, I'm assuming, to me, He, this person, I, I don't know if it's he or she, so this person writes, you should and can run for political office you understand the issues and you should all vote for the for don q for for whatever i run for so that is interesting this person goes on to say that they are a libertarian and uh, that they're starting to lean towards that and uh, to tell my dad then i'll never understand it completely so I, i don't know what they were trying to say there but nonetheless another vote for Don Q, I don't know if you're in the state of Florida, sir, young, or I say, sir, I don't know if you're a woman or a man, but uh, nonetheless, guys, I will read them. You send them. I read you the other one from November 6th, and then there was one from earlier in the year. So you send them. I will read them because uh, I get a kick out of it. So, anywho, anyways, while you're on that podcast app, whatever it is, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever you're on, you know what you're on. Uh, if you scroll down there, you'll see where it says DTOM store. Go ahead and hit that and uh, check out the things that we have in the DTOM store, guys. I'm not doing this to make money. This is mainly a, re- a way for me to make money. No, I mean to <laughs> just to help offset some of the cost that it costs to run this. Um, like I've said time and time again, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I think I said I, I'm probably spending close to 80 bucks or so, 70, 80 bucks. And it, granted, it's not a ton of money. I get it. But I'm also running with no sponsors. I'm self-sponsored. Um, it's just a way to kind of help me out. Um, you know, anyway, check out the DTOM store, guys. If you have any suggestions for other items you'd like to see with the logo on it, shoot them my way. Um, there's sweatshirts, you know, some hoodies in there. 
they're nice hoodies the shirts are nice they don't shrink i'm telling i'm not saying this to try and get you to buy shit i mean i guess i am but i'm i'm telling you i've bought this stuff chris you know the other guy that's occasionally on the show show has bought this stuff it's not crappy merchandise okay and you get it relatively quick i mean i, I think it's about a week assuming whatever it is you purchase is in stock at the supplier it's like a week turnaround so um free shipping within the united states so you know just you know helping me out i know things are tough i get it but you know t-shirt 30 bucks you know you're helping it's a nice t-shirt it's a nice logo and uh, you're helping me with advertising so anyway so um what are we going to talk about today let me get some music playing, so just in case, because it's very quiet. I it's it's like I don't know if I'm playing the music for y'all or for me because it's so quiet and it's not gonna I'm not gonna crank it out. Here we go. We're gonna rock and roll with a little royalty-free rock music off of YouTube TV. Here we go. No, not gonna do that. We're just gonna let that simmer in the background. And we're going to talk about things that no one else is talking about because that's what I enjoy doing. So, this is going to be 10 items that occurred this past week that no one is really talking about. You might have heard bits and pieces of it, but you know as well as I do, and I'm getting quite tired of watching the news personally. It's all about... Israel and in Gaza and it's and to me and I, I'm not going to stay on this subject long because I want to keep this show at an hour so just hang on a second my point about Israel and, and Palestine is to the point of I don't give a shit anymore I'm sorry for the people that live over there not my problem I, I'm sorry if that's a dick move and that makes me sound like an asshole but hi I'm Don I'm an asshole you know hi Don um <laughs> My problem is, is every day you turn on the news and it's like they're trying to justify whatever it is that's going on over there. Just like when Ukraine, Russia, everything's trying to, it's like the media is out to justify what's going on. In the meantime, there's so much other shit going on in this country. And I'm not just talking about wherever you live, what's going on in your area. Like the other day. I did a show and talked about the the protest going on throughout the country of Spain, uh, protesting a socialist quote unquote democracy. Uh, so, so the, I mean, the guys that self proclaims socialist democrat, that's the party. It's not even like we call him that. That's what he is. Um, and they're not even talking about. It. They're not even mentioning it. But no, we want to ban TikTok and we want to talk about Israeli and justifying what's going on over there. In the meantime. This is also going on. I know this isn't don't trend on Spain. I get it. The point of what I'm doing is trying to show you what the what the mainstream media, whether whether it's Fox, CNN, MSN, whatever you watch, they're trying to steer the narrative to keep the ball your eyes off the prize. And here's something interesting. As I go into these, and you're going to understand what I'm talking about here in a second. The <laughs> the one thing that bothers me the most, like I said, I do not watch CNN or MSNBC or whatever because that's just I can't even handle it. But what's pissing me off lately about Fox is how there's certain uh, personalities on Fox. You know, pick pick your personality, I, whatever. Um, I, I don't watch it a whole lot as much as I used to when Tucker was there. Um, 
I watch Greg Gutfeld because, you know, it's kind of like takes your mind off of things and it's a little bit different aspect of the news, I guess. And then as I'm getting ready for work to walk out the door because I go, I leave the house about 1130 or so at night, um, Trace Gallagher comes on and, and you know, whatever. He's towing the line. He's Israel, Israel, whatever, whatever. But anyway, my point being is there's a lot of these people on Fox that talk about how COVID this and vaccines that and how it was bad and they shouldn't have done this and why are we still doing this and what happened? Why are we doing mass mandates again? And why is this and why is that? And who is this and who is that? And then as soon as the segment's done, it goes to commercial and there's a motherfucking Pfizer commercial. And it's not even just a Pfizer commercial for like uh, boner pills or something like that. It's a Pfizer commercial for fucking vaccines. You know, it's got Travis Kelsey and whoever else rolling up there. I got my shot. I got oh, look, I got my shot. <laughs> so, and then and then the next commercial is a commercial for BlackRock. You know, because they're a partial owner of Fox, and I'm sure that probably tells you everything you need to know as to why certain people aren't there anymore, and as to why the news is going the way it's going. It used to be years and years ago where corporations didn't own the news. Now they own the news, so they're going to tell you the news that you need to hear, not that you want to hear. But that's what we're going to do here is we're going to tell you the news that you need to hear and that you want to hear. And we're not going to sit here all day and talk about Israel. We're going to talk about COVID. (laughs) This is a flashback to two and a half years ago. All COVID all the time. So... I've got 10 stories and a bonus story. So hopefully I cannot run my mouth too much and we can actually get through all 10 and then possibly even the bonus story. Okay, so one, two, three, four. So I got five, I got six, six of these 10 stories, maybe seven. It depends on how you want to take the seventh one. So I try to put them all together. Are all kind of based around health, whether it's covid or COVID-related, or some something along those lines. So this is the first one, and I think this is interesting, being as this is, comes out of the state of Florida. So Florida Attorney General responds, after lawyers call for criminal charges against Dr. Dr. Fauci. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody has responded to a call for the prosecution of Dr. Anthony Fauci and other architects of the U.S. response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Miss Moody's office received a glass of whiskey that I'm going to take a drink out of. Hold on. Mm. Received documents from Vers Byers Law Group, whose lawyers outline why they think that Dr. Fauci and other current and formal officials should be charged, according to emails reviewed by the Epic Times. Uh, this is to acknowledge the Florida Attorney General's receipt of your concerns. An official of Miss Moody's office told Rachel Rodriguez, who founded the Byers Law Group, in one of the messages. The official reference now, the Florida State Supreme Court in late 2022, approved the request from Florida uh, Governor Ron DeSantis to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers and others involved in providing the vaccines to Florida residents. The off- uh, official said that an appointee of Miss Moody's was serving as a grand juror's legal advisor, but because of the quote-unquote confidential nature of the grand jury, the office was not at liberty to comment on these matters. In another miss, uh, missive, the official said Miss Moody's duties are pre- prescribed by law without providing further details. 
officials uh, these extremely oh, i'm sorry okay <laughs> i see i see what you did there mr newspaper man a spokesperson for Ms. moody didn't return inquiries we trust that we will be able to discuss with our top state law enforcement officials these extremely important and pressing concerns of the people of florida and seek justice on the behalf of the families of the tens of thousands of murdered Floridians due to criminal acts of the federal officials and the state, uh, Florida State Hospital Administration's administrators. We have identified in our brief requesting investigation, Ms. Rodriguez told the Epic Time. Lawyers for the Virus uh, Law Group are still working to meet with Ms. Moody and Nicholas Cox, who heads the Florida Attorney General's Office Statewide Prosecution, after being appointed by the Attorney General to discuss the evidence and present and assist them in any way they may need to pertaining this critical investigation. Uh, alleged criminal act. So in this document sent to Ms. Moody and Ms. Rodriguez and another lawyer said Dr. Fauci and others committed criminal offenses against tens of thousands of Floridians. Dr. Fauci, who headed the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease in late 22, knew that COVID-19 was created through a type of research that enhances or adds function, but lied when asked about it. The lawyers pointed to how Dr. Fauci, in an email dated February 1st of 20, said experts on the call in which he participated suspected that a mutation in the virus was intentionally inserted. The suspicion was heightened by the fact that scientists in the Wuhan University were known to have been working on gain-of-function experiments to determine the molecular mechanisms associated with bad viruses adapting to human infection. So, I guess, without just keeping on reading, we kind of know the basic story of what and how this came about. I'm not going to revisit 2020. We know about it. This is saying that we we know that Fauci knew. He could say he didn't, but we know he did. And even if and, and even if you don't, you have. I, I want to say you know you did. So you know you did. He's going to say he didn't, but you you could bring him up on trial. So kudos to the Florida State Attorney General in this law group who wants to bring charges up on Fauci. I mean, it remains to be seen, but. And the reason I talked about that story first is because, as you'll see, the next story here is billions of copies of residual DNA in a single dose of COVID-19 mRNA vaccine. So, this was uh, this was on the uh, the 10th, this story broke. A new preprint study up for peer review finds billions of residual DNA fragments in the COVID-19 mRNA vi- uh, vaccine vials. The lead author of the study, molecular biologist David Spector, Spector, Spenker, Speaker, whatever, who has a doctorate in biology, told the Epic Times that their study is the largest study on residual DNA and COVID-19 vaccines to date. In our study, we measure DNA copies of spike, uh, spike origin of replication and SV40 enhancer genes, he told the Epic Times. The loads of SV40 enhancer promoted ORI and uh, virus spike to virus, I'm sorry, spike in Pfizer's were up to 186 billion copies per dose. The spike he refers to is the D, is um, referred to as the DNA sequence of the SARS-CoV spike protein, which can be tra- transcribed to spike mRNA 
to be used in the COVID-19 vaccines to be translated to spike protein. The other two are DNA's SV40 enhancer genes and ORI help facilitate the replication of the spike DNA. However, the final mRNA vaccines should only include RNA and not the residual DNA instruction for spike pro, uh, production. The researchers uh, sequenced the gene material in 27 mRNA vaccine vials from 12 different lots. 19 vials uh, were from Moderna and 8 were from Pfizer. Further work is needed to investigate if anything in these vaccines is actually integrated into the human genome and what effect they may have. So why would there be DNA in an mRNA vaccine? So the mRNA vaccines are made from DNA. Initially, Pfizer reported that it would use a PCR machine to reduce the DNA. I'm sorry, to produce the DNA from the mRNA, all these fucking acronyms, vaccines in the PCR machine would first take many uh, copies of DNA and then the same DNA would be sub, uh, sequenced into RNA. However, because this process could not be fast enough to meet demands, Pfizer announced it would use bacteria to mass produce the spike DNA instead. The DNA produced from the bacteria would be harvested and sequenced into the RNA in a machine. Moderna's manufacturing report submitted to the European Medicine Agency also showed that the company used plasmid DNA, DNA to produce the vaccine. A plasmid is a strain of circular DNA common to bacteria and certain parasites. So that's good. We're going to use parasites and bacteria to create a DNA to inject you to fight the sniffles. I'm sorry. And it pains me to say this, and I don't know what story it's in because I read it in one of these stories, the amount of vaccines that have been given out in this country alone. It pains me to know that I know, well, I'm one person. And and I the, however many of you guys that listen to the show that gotten vaxxed, whether you've gotten one, two, 10, 20, or, you know, whatever, whatever the number's up to. Like, if, if you're a person that day one, oh, I'm allowed to get the vaccine, I'm going to get the vaccine. And then two weeks later, I'm getting my second dose. I have no idea what your dosage regiment should be at this point i don't know if it's four or six or i I really don't know and i'm not trying to be funny when i say 20 but i I don't know now there's roughly 330 some on million people in this country and i don't let me see if it's in this story before i read this story no it's not in this story it's in this story no it's not in that story in this story no it's not in that then this story, <laughs> I don't know, it was like 360, more than 366 million doses of this, va- in this country alone. So essentially, that's enough for every person in, in this country to have been dosed at least once. Now we know that the percentage of people that never received one shot is around 25%, give or take. So if you take 25% of the country out of the out of the equation, so that's roughly 7 7 or so, 7 8 million people. You're still talking 320 some odd million people that have gotten dosed. 
Is that is that right? Am I is my math right? And it's got to be eighty million. Yeah, I'm sorry that, that that seemed awful low. Eighty million people that haven't gotten dosed. So, but still, you're still talking two hundred and fifty some odd million people that's been dosed. Now, at those numbers, that means at least every one of those people got two doses, and then however many people probably got three, four, five. And um, I can't even imagine as you. As you've as we've gone through this, and not even this show, I'm just talking about in general, even even shows like on Fox and and other podcasts and whatever, and I would assume that most people that are vaccinated or multiple multiply vaccinated probably don't listen to podcasts, and if they do, they listen to the All Vax channel, whatever. You know what I'm saying. But most of those people probably watch CNN or MSNBC or whoever the View and whatever, and, and those people talk about. And I'd be curious to know how many people, how many of those people are actually vaccinated, as much as they talk about it. But the concerning thing about it is how there's so much information out there that shows you that these things don't really work. And there's not even a situation, and I, I don't care, I'll say it because I'm not on YouTube, so I don't have to worry about getting flagged and whatever, whatever. And as long as I don't make this the topic of the show and say uh, we're going to talk about COVID and how vaccines are bullshit, the show shouldn't get any more shadow banned than it already is. But nonetheless, um, oh shit, I forgot to tell you about social media anyway we'll get to that <laughs> but uh um words as much information as it's out there and shows you that this isn't for anybody now initially it was like everybody needs it. then it was kind of like oh well we really need to focus on the elderly or the people with these issues or with you know that are overweight or this they have these kind of underlying problems and then it went from that to well maybe those people don't need it because it's causing heart issues and it's you know what i'm saying and if you've gotten the vax and the few people that i do know that's gotten the vax have gotten sick after after getting the shot why would you encourage yourself to go get another shot you know what i'm saying it's i can't wrap my head around it and then you see news news like this Demand for unvaxxed sperm soars. Women looking for donors who refused experimental COVID jab. So, this is um, this is from a German study in 2022. So, hopeful mothers are increasing increasingly on the hunt for sperm donors who refuse to take experimental mRNA COVID vaccines, according to reports. The uh, Jonathan David Rinaldi dubbed the Spermanator. <laughs> Spermanator. <laughs> I'll come back <laughs> again. Um, he was a prolific donor for years on the Facebook group Sperm Donation USA, the largest sperm donation group in America. But Rinaldi claimed he saw a massive increase in his wheat. No. In the demand for sperm from unvaccinated donors during the rollout of the COVID jabs in 21 amid the pandemic. And so broke off from the group to start his own sperm donation group that exclusively caters to anti-COVID vax movements. Rinaldi said he doesn't trust the safety or effect, uh, if, 
efficacy <laughs> of the experimental mRNA COVID jab given to its unknown long-term effects on fertility. I don't trust big government, big pharma. I don't trust them. And I don't need to inject myself with things that I don't even know what's in it, Ronaldi told the Daily Mail. When I had my first child, I started reading the inserts and the ingredients. And when the school started saying my son had to have them, I really didn't like being told what to do by the government. So it made me think and do the opposite. I've had no flu shots, no COVID shots, nothing since I was a baby. He continued adding his best friend growing up was not vaccinated at all. And he's totally fine and healthy. A video obtained by the Daily Mail shows a donor offering unvaccinated sperm <laughs> for $3,500 a load. It's their words, not mine. So it's actually on the back of a car. Um, like they have it on the back of their car. Unvaxed sperm, $3,500 a load. And it says, I'll come to you. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't. They would be coming <laughs> to you. Am I right? I'll be here all week, folks. Um, I tell you one thing's for sure. <laughs> I don't know how my wife <laughs> would feel about this, but uh, not that you're having sex with these people, right? You're just donating. I don't know how they're going to come to your house. What are they just going to bring a Dixie cup and you take care of it right there at the door? I don't understand this, the premise, but whatever. $3,500 to, to, to do that? Sign me up. I'm sorry. I'll do it. What you want? You want some uh, 50-year-old jism? I'll, I'll hook you up. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's just a drop. It's just a drop. But point being is this. Here we are roughly. So when did the vaccine come out? Late 2020, right? So we're roughly three years post-vaccine rollout, right? And um, no, was it 21 late 21 so we're roughly two years and i don't think we really know everything there is to know about this stuff i mean in all honesty we we don't we don't know we've seen situations we've seen um effects and, and we can assume they're from the vaccine we never we're never going to know because we're not allowed to know like, you know, the uh, when Matthew Perry died a couple weeks back, right? It was whatever happened. We never, I don't know that we've actually heard the official word. He had a heart attack or he drowned or whatever. I don't know the official narrative, but for a few minutes there was, uh, oh, he just recently was uh, got his booster shot. He, he had a heart attack, you know. And whether that's true or not, let's say it's true. Let's say he recently was vaxxed and he had a heart attack. I mean, granted you can't discount the fact that he obviously was a train wreck for a good chunk of his adult career from drinking and drugs. And that obviously would have played havoc on his heart. So it's hard to say, but let's say it was from the vaccine. You're never going to know that they're just going to spin and say, Oh, it's because he was on drugs for 30 years. Right. But then this comes out 11 children i know it doesn't seem like a lot but it's not the point 11 children ages 9 to 19 had cardiac arrest at schools in the past month now these are kids that you know based on the pictures here that tonight they're fat 
slobs sitting in front of the TV playing Xbox or PlayStation eating McDonald's. These are athletic kids. I mean, I, I, let's see if it gives. 14-year-old uh, Knox McEwen from Western High School in Florida, Air Force Junior ROTC uh, student on November 4th, was running at the Army Junior ROTC exercise when he suffered a cardiac arrest during a 5K run and died in the hospital. His mother is recovering from a hard-fought battle with cancer this year. So, 14-year-old. Now, I don't know if it says it here in the story, so let's read. November 4th, uh, the McEwen family's sudden tragic loss, their beloved 14-year-old son, a uh, revered member of his local community, Rotsy, junior Rotsy student, a volunteer with Kids Ministry at the home church. He was beloved brother, son, grandson, nephew, friend. Purpose of the fundraiser is to help with funeral expenses and allow the Knox parents to take some time off from work to grieve. The family... The family is frozen my computer. That is awesome. And then it goes too far. Come the fuck on. God bless it. God damn it. I swear to fucking God. Family's been through unimaginable. Uh, as to what happened uh, to Knox's mom, Julie, is still physically and financially recovering from the heart fat battle. Uh, cancer is last. His gift directly, blah, blah, blah. So... Um, teenager, is this the same one? Yeah. Uh, teenager reportedly died this weekend, suffering cardiac arrest. It doesn't specify whether or not he was vaccinated. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if his mom had cancer and she was like battling cancer, that you've seen a situation. Okay. You guys that have been listening to the show for a long time know that I've, I've been dealing with cancer for 15 years. I don't. I'm not your typical cancer patient. I, it, For the time that I've been doing this show, I've been on different treatments. I've had to miss shows to do treatment. I've done surgeries. I've done this and I've done that. This past year, I finally said I'm not doing any more treatment. I'm done taking medicine. I'm going natural. I refuse to talk about what I take. And, and the reason that is is because that's my choice to take this stuff. It's my choice to go natural. And the reason I don't want to talk about what I'm taking is I don't want you to say I have cancer, my dad has cancer, my mom, my sister, my cousin, my uncle, whatever, and say, oh, I was listening to this dude that doesn't know shit about shit on a podcast, and he's been taking this, and since he's been doing that, his cancer has gone away. Maybe you should do that too. And that's why, because... I don't know shit about shit. I'm not a fucking doctor. I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn last night. I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, and that job is not in the med medical uh, field. So, I am not one to tell you what I take because what works for me might not work for you or your uncle or whoever. My advice to you is to do your own research. What natural remedies are there for cancer? Trust me, they're out there and you will find them. You just have to trust that whatever they tell you, oh, you, you, you can take this or this or this or this or whatever, and this is the milligrams, and take your suggested usage. Don't, don't say, oh, well, if one's good, two's better. Don't do that because you really could hurt yourself in the long run. And that's why I refuse to tell you what I'm doing. And the reason that is is because one of the items that I'm taking, I take a, a cocktail, I guess is a good way to, not, not, not you, Mr. Whiskey over here, <laughs> but I take a cocktail of a, a few different 
natural herbs and and remedies that have fixed my liver enzymes and no my liver wasn't from the whiskey it was from the steroids that they had me on from the medicine the i was on keytruda for a year and a half and it fucked my liver up and i barely drank back then um they put me on steroids for i don't know like four or five six months and it made me literally crazy i had to find another route or i might have killed myself and i'm not just being facetious when i say i'm being dead serious uh i found something I tried it. In my opinion, was this: if when you've been dealing with stuff as long as I've been dealing with it, my thought process is, what can it hurt? Right. So, I took the stuff. I was going for blood work every day, and I've told this story before. I was going for blood work not every day, but once a week. I was going for blood work. So my numbers were in the hundreds on on liver enzymes, and went one day. They were they were in the hundreds. I started taking the supplement. And the very next week, I go for blood work. I'm in the normal range. Now, of course, they figured, oh, steroids are finally working. You know, four months later, they're finally working. Um, and, uh, or that, you know, of course, I had to go back next week and the next week. They wanted to make sure it wasn't like a fluke. But ever since then, everything's been fine with my liver and since then i've kind of upped my whiskey intake and i've <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm not saying whatever but point being is it worked for me do your own research if you if you if you're having liver issues what's the best way to cleanse um, your liver to detox your liver whatever it's there follow it if you so choose the other thing I'm taking for my cancer, I'm not talking about because technically uh, it's hard to come by, as we just talked about, unvaccinated sperm, right? But anyway, it's hard to come by. Number one, I mean, if you look, you could find it. It's You're not going to get it on Amazon, so it makes it a little bit more difficult to find, and it does. it's not super cheap, but it's a lot fucking cheaper than pharmaceutical medicine, I can tell you that for sure. And it actually seems to work, which is the key, which is why they don't want you to take it. As a matter of fact, I, ha I know two people personally that, well, I, my wife's friend has lung cancer and someone else I know, her dad has colon cancer. And, you know, we, my wife told, you know, we told these folks, you know, this is what I've been doing. And, uh, they in turn asked their doctor, Well, I have a friend who's da 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 da, and he's taking this. Oh, you can't do that. It's going to mess with the medicine. It's not messing with the medicine, it's messing with their profits. Even though the doctor isn't necessarily uh, making the medicine, but surely he or she's getting a kickback from the pharmaceutical company that you prescribe whatever medicine and it's made by Moderna or Pfizer or whoever. You see what I'm saying? There's, it's a big fucking work. Thus, the reason why during COVID, you had so many of these people suggesting that you get the COVID shot. If you were a frequent visitor to the doctor, right, like I was, I got cancer. And then I got COVID, and it was like, oh, you really should get your COVID shot. You could have died. Ah, really? I was fine. You know, but it's, it's that kind of thing. These people aren't, you want to believe that the doctors are there to help you. And I think for the most part, they, they want to, but they're also tied to a reason they have to do what they do. 
So anyway, I'm sure this kid was probably convinced to take the COVID shot, whether he wanted to or not, or how, I don't know how their family thinks or whatever. And that's not the point, but it is, does make me curious. Now here's another one, uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut high school student. Uh, he was part of the rugby and football teams. Lost his student family friends is one of the unimaginable things, blah, 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 blah. Statement wrote, uh, unfortunately, past a student trying to see, doesn't see once again, doesn't specify, but, um, you know, was an active teenager. Okay. So why are 14 and how old was this kid? Was he 15? He was 15. So here's another one, 14 from Memphis, Tennessee died heart attack now it's not like i said the interesting thing about this is it's not specifying if any of these kids are are um or were i should say vaxxed now granted it's a hipaa situation so they probably can't say that now unless the parents were to come out and say well you know if i wouldn't have had to go get him vaccinated or her vaccinated blah 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 but all these kids are active kids high school soccer High school football team uh, was in gym class. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go through all the names. Uh, district track event. You know, these are these are. Here's a foot another football died suddenly at football practice of a heart attack. Uh, a medical emergency during a football game died suddenly. Um, after collapsing on the football field, I think this was a homecoming queen. Uh, candidate dies after collapsing on the football field so these are all <laughs> what appear to be healthy children uh for the most part looks like they all played some sort of sport whether it's football soccer cheerleading whatever and they're just randomly dying from heart attacks now this girl here obviously got the shot now this one because the reason she's got a picture with her getting the uh the vaccine 12 year old isabel maria died suddenly uh, is, is Isabel got her vaccine today. So proud of her. My sweet, precious Isabel passed away this morning. So, but yet it's perfectly safe and healthy. And no one can ever point to the fact that taking this vaccine or not taking this vaccine makes a fucking bit of difference as far as COVID is concerned. No one can tell you that. And as COVID has be, been around now for two plus three, you know, whatever it is, years, we haven't, you know, you've had your spikes and you have your lulls, just like the flu. Shocking. All right, next story. we got to rush this. Banned. Health fan favorite becomes the latest victim to Trudeau's Canada. So the Trudeau government wants you sick. They want you to be dependent on Big Pharma. They want you to depend on their mRNA vaccines and their other drugs. They are all heavily invested in warned Canadian oncologists and cancer researcher Dr. William Mackis in a recent video. This is how they're going to get rich. I wonder how long this video is if I play it. There's something that I've been warning about for a while whenever I've been hearing my Pause that music there, buddy. There's something that I've been warning about for a while whenever I've been doing my live talks can't fast forward that through is it, so. that eventually the government is going to take away all supplements all healthcare products anything that you're using to make yourself well 
and to restore your health. And unfortunately, I didn't realize how right I was and then how soon this would come about. It turns out that the Trudeau government, through Health Canada, has decided to come after all natural health products and all supplements. Now, you may ask, how are they going to do this? Well, they're going to do it by burying the natural health industry in regulation. They've started already. They've, they're already putting it in bills and they're writing new bills. They're going to take over the natural health industry with regulation. And they're going to apply all kinds of fees, all kinds of regulations, and all kinds of penalties if the natural health product provider doesn't abide by these new regulations. One example is that the penalties would go from $5,000 a day to $5 million a day if you're not compliant with the new Health Canada regulations. They're also going to create an adverse event reporting system, not for mRNA products uh, like they should have. Instead, they're going to do it for natural health products. And of course, uh, this can be abused then to take certain products completely off the market, which is ultimately the goal. The goal is to have a whole bunch of natural health products and supplements completely removed from the market. So much like I was just talking about with healthy, natural remedies, they don't want that. Like he's saying, they want you sick. They want you to buy pharmacy medicine. It's overpriced. It's crazy. And it doesn't even work. It doesn't fucking work. It's amazing how much better I feel getting off of pharmacy prescribed medicine and going natural. It's amazing how much better I feel. I'm telling you, and I'm about to start taking another supplement that I'm going to put into the mix because I've heard so much stuff about this particular stuff. Guys, I'm like I said, I'm not here to tell you what I'm taking. It's not my job to do that. But I'm telling you, do your own research. There are natural remedies for cancer, for inflammation, for weight loss, for immune system uh, situations, I, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but to booster your immune systems. Um, there's stuff to help cleanse your livers, your kidneys, your other organs, to help strengthen your heart. And these are natural remedies. The only thing I would suggest in whatever you look for and you find, whether you buy it off of Amazon or you buy it from there, from the company's website, this is just my personal opinion, but make sure it's made in the USA. And the reason I say that is there's a lot of stuff out there made in China. And we don't want that. You don't want that because you don't really know what's in that. A lot of this stuff, it'll say not uh, not certified by the FDA or whatever. And that's just because they don't want you to be, it's going to be deemed a supplement. So they can't sit there and say, this is medicine. So it's not going to be U.S. It might be USDA because it's a if it's a natural supplement, it might have natural stuff. So USDA is Department of Agricultural, but FDA, who does your medicines and stuff, they're not going to say it's FDA approved because then that takes away from the pharmacies and the pharmaceutical companies. So number one, make sure it's made in the USA. Make sure there's no GMOs. Make sure it's naturally harvested materials, and that it's clean. Read the ingredients. Read where it's from. Most of these things will tell you. And if they don't tell you where it's from, then don't fucking buy it. But I'm telling you, I've, I've felt so much better. I sleep better. I have more energy. It's, it's just crazy. 
just doing these couple, and it's not like I'm taking 500 pills. It's 498, so it's not that bad. No, I'm joking. It's literally two, four, five, five pills that I, I don't even take them all at one time. I stagger them out through the morning. So you do you, but I'm telling you, they're coming after it. And it, for whatever fucking reason, and it's not just a United States thing, Obviously, this doctor is from Canada, but these countries, for whatever reason, they want you sick. Now, I don't know if it's a situation where they want to kill us, where they want us dependent upon the government, which kind of makes sense as far as the dependent on the government aspect of it. And all of a sudden, the fucking solar flare must have kicked in from a show I did the other day, because now the fucking internet doesn't want to work. Are you fucking kidding me? God fucking damn it. I swear to God. I just want to get a show done, you know? Is it is it asking too much for me to be able to get the fucking show done in a timely manner? Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> These are the things that piss me off on a motherfucking daily goddamn basis. I'm sorry for the language, but Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. We might not be talking about anything else because it appears to be my fucking internet has gone down. <sighs> God damn it. I don't even know what this story was. It's not even letting me look at it. <sighs> what was Oh, that was... Uh, no, that's there. Um, school starting cardiac arrest screenings. I don't have the, the story because, like I said, the fucking internet doesn't want to work. Um... Seven food additives banned in Europe, commonly banned in, or commonly used in the USA. So this story actually come out. Let me read before the fucking internet closes down. Seven food additives banned in Europe, commonly used in the USA. Da 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 da. Uh, the stark contrast between food quality in USA and Europe surprises those who travel abroad before visiting Italy. Blah 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 blah. Uh, she became concerned with her health and would slip into vacationing in Europe. And da 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 da. What are the fucking items? titanium dioxide okay what is this i don't need a fucking commercial i want to read the goddamn story used in salad dressing flour bread candy box macaroni cheese or box macaroni and cheese canned soup and prepackaged baked goods often used to give food a white appearance titanium oxidized was determined unacceptable for foods products in european food safety but yet we're gonna use them here uh, genotoxicity is what it causes, refers to properties of chemicals that compare your DNA or chromosomes. Uh, titanium, di titanium dioxide breaks down into nanoparticles, which can cause inflammation, inflammation, <laughs> pulmonary damage, fibrosis, lung tumors, and rodents. So there you go. Let's go ahead and eat that. The other one is, Jesus Christ, bites, bitolate, I... Drox, uh, blah, 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 BHA, <laughs> and BHT, we'll just call it that. Used in chips, crackers, cereals, pre-made baked goods, and granola bars. Used in a variety of uh, processed foods. I think that's the key right there, and it's to prevent oils from oxidization. These two chemicals aren't akin to the antioxidants found in fruit and vegetables. So that's kind of the old adage. You should really stay away from pre-packaged uh, pre and processed foods. So... We'll keep going. Synthetic food coloring, which has been a thing lately, like yellow 5, uh, yellow 6, red 40, those things. We've talked about that in the past. 
where these items, which are in like your candies and your sodas and your uh, cupcakes and uh, uh, fucking cereal and stuff like that. And it's some of that stuff's been linked to autism, oddly enough, in kids. Brominated vegetable oil <laughs> used in sodas and sport drinks because nothing screams a Coca-Cola like vegetable oil, right? <laughs> uh, and oddly enough, it's used in Coca-Cola. There you go. And it's banned in Europe. Azo, azodicarbonide, carb, carbamide, used in bread and baking goods, common allude. Um, so, I mean, essentially, everything that I'm reading here, pot, uh, potassium bromate, is in pre-made products. So, I guess, in essence, once again, natural food, medicine, so on and so forth, is your best route. Now, I'm not preaching to you because I'm kind of talking to myself, to be honest with you, when I talk about a lot of these stories. And the reason I say that is this, because I am not the the picture of health that you might imagine. <laughs> I, much like most Americans, could stand to lose 20, 30 pounds, right? And I also am one to partake of prepackaged or processed food. Why? Because like most of us, it's easy, it's quick, we're lazy, it's, you know, I'm one person, I mean, my wife, it's me and my wife in the house, we don't have, I mean, we have kids, but they're adults, so it's just me and the wife, and we hardly ever see each other, so we, we only spend a day or two together, so if I'm here by myself, am I going to cook a meal for myself? You understand? Uh, yeah, I'll eat tuna fish, I'll eat this, but even that stuff's canned, or, pro you know, I'm using stuff that's probably got these ingredients in it. So, is there a perfect answer? Is there a perfect world? No. Because, unfortunately, with the way the cost of everything, I'm not trying to excuse this away, but the cost of everything, at least in this country, I don't know how things are in Europe, um, is, is these items that are in American food that aren't in European food, is it more expensive over there than it is here? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm a I would assume that a lot of this stuff that's used in American products is too to create a longer shelf life. Maybe the stuff in Europe, in these other countries, don't sit on the shelf. You know, they're not as shelf-friendly, I guess is a good way to put it. All right. Next story. I'm trying to keep this under an hour. We're at 54 minutes. Here we go. Here we go. BLM branch co-founders election bombshell. Trump is the best candidate for president. Mark Fisher, former BLM co-founder in Rhode Island, openly supports former president Donald Trump's return in 2024. So there you go. And interestingly enough, I have, I mean, based, not, not talking about what I see on the news, but I've actually physically seen a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook, not just, not just like celebrities or highly followed people, just regular people that are calling for his return. Uh, we probably saw this if you watch the debates where Vivek Ramaswamy calls Joe Biden a puppet. Not a big deal. We all know that. Um, let's see. I can play this. This is what he said. If the internet wants to fucking work for us today. That's the hard thing about doing a podcast. If these fucking people don't want to work. Come on. Mm. I see. I shouldn't have cursed it. Come on. Come on, baby. Let's go. We've talked a lot. God fucking damn it. Tonight. But we're in the middle of a war right here at home. It's a war not between...
black and white or Democrat and Republican. It's between those of us who believe in our founding. Now, I'm just going to read it because it keeps stopping. We talked a lot about foreign wars tonight. <laughs> We're in the middle of a war right now at home. It's not a war between black and white, it's Democrat and Republican. It's between those of us who believe in our founding ideas. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he calls him a puppet. Shock. News of the obvious. Not a big deal. The reason no one's talking about it, because I don't think at this point a lot of people are taking Vivek seriously, which could be a mistake. Not saying he really stands a sh shot in hell. No offense. But I, if I had to write a script as to what's going to happen, I can see Trump winning. The interesting thing is this past weekend, Trump was at the... Uh, was at the uh, UFC situation in uh, wherever it was at. And uh, lo and behold, he's in tow with Tucker Carlson. And that's the one that's making news. Is he going to pick Tucker Carlson to be his vice president? Maybe. I, I, I tell you one thing. That would be a very interesting debate between him and Kamala Harris. Just for, not for nothing. But I would say keep your eyes on Vivek because I wouldn't be surprised if he's not involved in this. Uh, assuming Trump wins in his uh his administration as of some sort whether he's secretary of state something he's going to be involved in this in this administration somehow guarantee you me i can guarantee you that all right what's this next story what's this next story okay <laughs> and then here we go again this is out of this is just the other day mega corporations are coming for your healthcare supplements in recent years, your health and wellness industry has witnessed a seismic shift to mega corporations increasingly dominating the vitamins and supplements landscape. The rise of big pharma in the realm traditionally reserves more holistic and natural solutions present in a dichotomy of motivations, profit-driven expansion versus patient-first ideologies. Mega corporations and their surge in wellness when Nestle, the world's largest food company, recently acquired primary brands of the bountiful company for 5.75 billion it marked yet another instance of big business venturing deep into the wellness space nestle's acquisition involves rena uh, renowned brands such as nature's bounty and Sol solgar this move while statically sound from a business perspective raises questions of how the true motivations between such Acquisitions is merely a, a diversification of, portfolio, of portfolios or a genuine interest in promoting health. Um, moreover, it's not just Nestle. Brands like Centrum, Nature Made, and One A Day have also devel uh, enveloped by global giants like GlaxoSmithKline, uh, Altsuka Pharmaceuticals, and Bayer. Motivation becomes even murkier when these pharmaceutical behemoths like Bayer also have staked in sectors such as agricultural chemicals. Hmm, interesting. Like Monsanto's, right? So, once again, they're coming after your natural remedies. Not that, and I would say, and the question is here, and I'm going to close it out with this. With all of these supplements coming under fire in this country and other countries and being bought up by pharmaceutical companies, you could say, well, maybe it's because they see the ire of their ways and, and these these natural remedies are cutting into their bottom line. I don't I don't think that's anything because there's not a lot of people that believe in uh, I wanna say hallucinogenics, but I don't think that's the right word, but you know what I'm saying. Natural remedies. And um 
I think it's more of a situation of them trying to dismiss these natural remedies or to put an additive into the supplement to for it to not work. Like, okay, if you're buying uh, ginkgo biloba, for example, now it's supposed to help you with your, your memory and stuff like that. And let's say the original ginkgo biloba actually worked, but now it's taken away from uh, dementia medicine and Alzheimer's medicine. So then whoever makes most of that medicine buys out the ginkgo biloba company, whoever. And they just add a little ingredient to that ginkgo biloba to make it not work. You understand what I'm saying? And you're still going to buy it because you ginkgo biloba's always worked. I'm going to buy it. I'm just using that as an example. But be wary of when you when you do your research if you choose to do your research and choose to buy supplements for whatever ails you be sure of who makes that product and like i said where it's shipped from what company actually owns it just because it's mcgillicuddy supplements doesn't mean it's made by mcgillicuddy it could be made by bear so do your research take a minute look it up make sure you're swallowing what needs to be swallowed ladies and uh, with that being said, guys, please, I didn't say this at the beginning of the show. Make sure if you're on social media, you can follow us at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, so, uh, blah, 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 what's it called? Truth is True Social, and on the Ticker Talker, and on the Twitter X Machine at DTOM underscore 1775. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And guys, like I said before, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please make sure you're following the show. Make sure you share the show. If you're on Apple and Spotify, give us a review. Uh, Five-star preferably. On Apple, you can actually write a review. And if it's if it's something that I can read, I will read it. I don't, you know, I do care if it's good or bad, preferably good. But even if it's bad or funny, I'll read it. I'll, you know, whatever. So, and then don't forget to check out the DTOM store, guys. Christmas is right around the corner. Orders generally ship out in about a week. Free shipping. I save you a little bit of money. I've tried to lower the prices as much as I can. And um, let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll, guys. Let's keep this flow going. Uh, make sure you share the show with your friends. And with that being said, guys, I'm your host, Don Q. Today is November 14, 2023. Don't forget to get your shit, uh, your uh, dog, your pet spayed and neutered. Right? No? Fuck them. Anyway, you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on Thursday.